0: Hey everyone, this is Sean Beatty. This is the 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting Podcast I'm so glad you're with us Hope you're sticking this thing out You're persevering If you've messed up, it's okay Get back on the horse um, Let's keep praying together If your fast broke, get back on it It's okay um, But let's get into this It's 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting Here we go What's up, everyone? I'm losing my voice. I know. Hey, I have a um, special guest. Well, we've had a lot of special guests on this so far, and it's been really cool talking to different pastor, friends of mine, colleagues, guys that are here in town with me, but also uh, guys that are from out of town that I respect a lot and talking about prayer and fasting and how they do it and what they've seen and what works for people, what doesn't. And uh, today I got a Bible guy. This guy bleeds the scriptures. His name's uh, Pastor Brad Bell. He's with the Well Community Church. And um, uh, before all this went down, I just sent him a text and we ended up doing a phone call and I recorded it. And I think you're going to appreciate what uh, he's learning about prayer. And, um, and when I call him a Bible guy, you'll just see this guy uh, is a great teacher of the Bible. He has a profound love for God's Word, and it just kind of pours out of him. But uh, what he's learning about the Spirit, I think is super cool. Um, that's that's something in, in my journey I've been learning along the way as well, too. So I hope you enjoy it. It's Pastor Brad Bell from the Well Community Church. Um, so let's get going with it. Hey, I'm here uh, with Pastor Brad Bell from the Well Community Church, and uh, how you doing, man?
1: You know, doing great, buddy. Appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit, and anything I can do with you, I deeply value.
0: Uh, I I feel the same way, man. Uh, There's a lot of guys in this community that I I really love working with and and, um, look up to in their leadership, and you're one of them, man. I just uh, appreciate who you are and what you are to this community.
1: I uh, appreciate that. You're too kind. I think, you know, you and I both know we live in a pretty special city and uh, the idea that churches will work together and be on the same team. I mean, you've been at our men's breakfast and shared there with some fellows and it's just good to be a part of what God's doing in our city.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So, hey, we're in this thing, this 21 days of prayer and fasting right now. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people around the city are doing it. And I'm just, I'm, I'm randomly kind of bringing pastors on from around our area uh, to talk about how they pray and how they teach people to pray. Cause you know, there'll be people that listen to this, that, uh, this is a whole new thing for them. Um, they only (laughs) pray when they're in trouble and to make the, the (laughs) habit of prayer is, uh, you know, a new, new thing. And I, I, you know, one, I was just wondering, like, do you have like a, like a currently like a, a pattern or a way you end, you end up praying and talking with the Lord?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think I didn't grow up in church. I came to faith late in my college experience. And uh, so kind of having to, to learn as, uh, you know, an older guy as to what it meant to pray and walk with God and, you know, spend time with him, etc. And to be candid with you really was kind of raised up and trained both here in Fresno, but also when I, I moved to Texas in kind of a Bible church culture. And what that meant was uh, the Trinity was kind of God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy scriptures. Mm-hmm. And so you would, you would wake up and you would have a quiet time with the Lord. You would read your Bible. You might pray a little bit. Um, but your prayer was more like, here's the things that I'm concerned about. So God, I'm bringing my concerns to you. So go ahead and take care of all of my concerns. And then here's the things that are on my heart. So God, take care of these things that are on my heart. And looking back now, it felt, um, a little bit as if I was in control Mm. and like, I'm praying for these things. Like, okay, God, do what I want you to do. As if he answered to me. And uh, one of the things that's happened more of late is I've been thinking about and, and reading a little differently on prayer and experiencing prayer differently with more of a Trinitarian view of father, son, and spirit. So one of the things I'm interested in of late is the, increasing intimacy of the revelatory work of our God, mm. which is a fancy way of saying God has revealed himself uh, in creation. Yes. In um, the scriptures, of course, all scriptures inspired by God. He's revealed himself uh, in the works that he has done. Uh, he's revealed himself uh, perfectly in Jesus. But the thing that I have been missing, I've really enjoyed lately in prayer is he's, he's revealed himself ultimately and most intimately in the indwelling of the Holy spirit. Oh, come on. And that has been, a, that has been a really interesting thing for me because of my training and background. It was almost like you didn't want to talk about the Holy spirit because you'd be deemed a charismaniac. And, <laughs> and I, I certainly, I certainly don't, I don't want to lose my tethering to the word of God. But when Jesus says in John three, look at the wind, you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. So right. is everyone who's born of the spirit. When you look at the, the prayer of Christ and the really the teaching of Christ post-Upper Room pre-Cross, it's just chock full of Trinitarian Holy Spirit yeah. pneumatology, right? The study yeah. of the Holy Spirit. All that to be said, uh, one of the things that I'm really interested in right now is what does it mean to open to God in prayer? And if the Spirit of God is present in me, and Ephesians 1.13 and following certainly seems to indicate that, then that means God is is in me, not just with me, but in me. Mm-hmm. And Romans eight twenty six, 26 has really been sort of just jumping off the page for me where, where Paul says to the church at Rome, in our weakness, we don't know how to pray as we should, but the spirit intercedes with groanings too deep for words. Yeah. And what's interesting about that for me, and, and forgive me, I'm being a pastor and talking too much, <laughs> is, is two things. One is it's the work that the spirit is doing, not us, and it's too deep for words. It's not language. Right, So this isn't a prayer language or anything like that. Uh, this, this is literally me as a man of God, filled with the spirit of God, learning to open to God, and just in some ways, to, to quote some of the old Catholic writers, just open to God. Lord, I'm here. Mm. God, I'm present with you. Thank you yeah. that you're present with me. No. God, as I pray, would you just be with me and just search my heart? Know me, O oh God. Try me know my anxious thoughts. See, if there's any hurtful way in me. God, I'm just here. And by the way, Henry Nowen writes that when you pray like that, where you're just open, do not be surprised if thoughts jump in your mind like monkeys in a banana tree. Yep. (laughs) Your mind's going to start wandering. Your heart's going to start drifting. You might even think ugly thoughts. The pornography you saw when you were nine. The the, um, anxiety you have over your money. um, The lustful thought of the person that you work with. And it's in those moments that that prayer becomes real where it's not a place to be perfect, but honest. Oh God, I did think that. And I am flesh and I know nothing good dwells in me. That's in my flesh. The willing is present, but the doing of the good is not. So Lord, by your grace, would you just be with me in the ugly? Thank you that you love me in the ugly. Mm. Here it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so anyway, long, that's a long answer to your initial question, but I've been thinking a lot about the pneumatological reality Of the Spirit of God in my life as it relates to prayer, and truthfully, it's been really rich.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, You know, I I have a similar background to you, where I kind of came up in a a fundamentalist background, and it was father, son, holy Bible, right? And to uh, bring the Holy Spirit into um, our life, uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's kind of it's kind of where the power comes from.
1: And uh, yeah, no question. I, the, the thing I would say, though, Sean, and I think you'd agree with this, is it's a biblically tethered yes, nematology. Yes. Meaning, what, give, what gives a kite flight is not necessarily the wind, and it's not necessarily the kite itself, it's that it's tethered.
0: Yeah, and there's a the tension it's in tethered, the tethered. It
1: has yeah, yes, but, and but, so, so we, can't, we can't throw our Bible out for experience. We have to hold to chapter and verse. That is all that we know of God. Yeah, but that being said, there is a mystery of the work of the Spirit who's interceding in our lives, and we need to be open to that presence in our life.
0: Yeah, no, that's beautiful. So, so here, here, here's I want to get down to like even at a, a more practical level for some people. Like, do you like when you wake up in the morning? Do you have a place you go to where you where you read the Word yeah, and pray? It, like, what does that that habit look yeah.
1: like? Here's my routine. I'm I'm trying to get up if I can consistently at about 6.30, right? Nothing like Puritan impressive 4 a.m. I just don't function well at that time. Mm -hmm. It's about 6.30. I'm up. First thing I do when my feet hit the floor is I do a prayer of intention every single morning. And a prayer of intention for me is simply this, four things. Lord, I present myself to you. I live for you. I've been crucified. It's no longer I, it's you. And so, God, I want to be about you today. Second, I want to be focused on Jesus. I want to know nothing but Jesus and him crucified. So could the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be about Christ and Christ alone. Third, a little personal inventory. Lord, if there's anything jacked in my heart today, I just want to be open to you because I know in my flesh, I am capable of all kinds of stupid. And so Lord, as I open to you, if there's anything there, I want to live yielded to you. So search me. And then fourth, God, I want to do life by the power of the spirit of God today, because my flesh, my will, my tendency to be willful, to be a moralist, to control, to, to try to strive on my own power to live the Christian life is very present. And I know Lord that that will do nothing apart from you. I can do nothing. Mm. And so God help me to live by the power of the spirit today. I do that. And it takes, it doesn't take me long. I mean, what was that? Like a minute and a half. Yeah. Every morning, that's where I start. Uh, then I'm going to go out uh, into my living room. I'm going to sit in the morning, and I'm going to memorize some scripture. That's a great way. You know, the psalmist asked the question, how can a young man keep his way pure? As a guy who came to faith living in a fraternity, that's a really important question I needed to keep answering. And the answer is by keeping it according to your word. So I memorize a little scripture, and then I just spend some time opening to God in prayer. And I may not pray specifically for anything. Just, so, God, I'm here. Uh-huh. I just want to be with you. And so, Lord, thank you that you're present with me. Now, can I just enjoy your presence? And I'll sit quietly for a little bit. Just enjoy the silence. Enjoy his presence. Sometimes it, it cracks open something in my heart of anxiety, and I might go to God with that. Sometimes a person comes to mind, and I might go pray about that person. Sometimes I just sit there, and I just feel love. I just feel his love. Mm. because he loves me both in my vice and my virtue. He's present with me. Nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. I need to be reminded of that because I, I like to, I want to win. I like to perform, if you will, in, meaning if I do good, God loves me. If I don't do well, God's angry and distant from me. So therefore I want to do well, that God will be with me. And I just remind myself he's always with me. Yeah. And so just rest in the fullness of Christ. Mm. And, uh, and then I'll read a little scripture and it's not four hours, I mean, it might be 30 minutes, total soup to nuts, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. how I start. But what it does is it, it sets my day to where I'm thinking differently about what does it mean to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and everything, give thanks, this is God's will for you in Christ. My entire day now is sort of set of being open to God, and, and that's really my focus personally and what I'm trying to help our church process is what does it mean to live a life with God open to God all day. It's mm.
0: excellent, man. That is super helpful, I think, for people to know, like, um, you know, guys like you are, you know, you're, you're not up at three in the morning praying for six hours and, you know, no. like you're a, re- you're a regular person. And this is how regular people do spirituality in a regular life. So, um, yes. just really, yes. really appreciate that, man. And just appreciate your time. Thank you for, for being on the pod and, um, My guys, pleasure. guys, if, uh, you like what you heard, check out the wellcommunity.org. It's a uh, excellent church. Brad is a phenomenal Bible teacher and, um, you will always get a healthy dose of the word of God when you hear Brad preach. So it's really good. Thank you, man. Appreciate it.
1: Hey, I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: All right, man. I will talk to you later. Sounds great. All right. Yeah, that was Pastor Brad Bell. Um, You know, one of the things I love about that dude is he is a... so Bible based. Like he just like scripture oozes out of him because he loves the Bible. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. And I just really, really appreciate his insight on how he prayers praise, what he's learning about the spirit, how the Holy spirit works in, in in the life of the believer and in your prayer. And I thought uh, just to wrap this little session up, I'd give you a, a few moments to, pray over the scriptures and uh this is a practice i love um when i'm stuck and i don't know what to pray i'll open a psalm up and psalm 84 says this how lovely is your dwelling place lord almighty and then i'll just pray about that statement just say lord lord i love your presence I want to be near you right now. I love being in your house under your authority, Lord. Thank you. Right? And then I'll I'll read the next line and pray that. Verse 2 says, My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. have a hungry soul for you I want to be in your presence I want your presence today everywhere I go and Jesus I'm reminded that you said you are with me always so spirit just um, heighten my senses to know that you are you're with me I can just stop and acknowledge you everywhere when you're working, when I'm standing in line, when I'm sitting in traffic, when I'm sitting at my desk, when I'm watching my kids, whatever it is, my soul yearns, faints to be in your presence. Verse three says, even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young, a place at your altar, Lord almighty, my King and my God. Lord, not only um, have you prepared a place for me in your presence, but, but all creation, God, just waits for you. And I thank you for that. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. You are good. You're so patient with me. I praise you because you're gracious to me. You see, that's how you pray through a psalm. So I'm going to leave this music playing for a little while longer. And you can just kind of read through Psalm 84. And when you get to a line that strikes you, just stop and pray it. So let's go be the church.